Hey guys, welcome back to Be Impressive Podcast. My name is Kiana Lewis and I am a teacher who is unsatisfied with the educational system. So each week I bring to you information and resources about our education system in America and give some ideas and solutions on how we can do better and be better. So thanks for tuning in today. Let's let's get straight into it. Um, this is episode three and I am crazy excited, um, a little bit nervous and totally, to- <laughs> totally, totally just diving in and just passionate about this topic. Um, I think it's very important. And even though it's hard to talk on it and it's hard to like keep everything together, uh, I think it's it's stirring up the pot and that's kind of what I wanted. You know, when you do a change in something, it's not this easy nice traditional, you know, oh he was, you know, some cheesecake on a plate. It's kind of hard. Um it's kind of rough. It's not always the best and it and it needs some fine tuning because we're starting to change something and that means a lot to me. So yeah, so uh if you haven't already followed me, on my social media, my social media is Kayana Lewis. That's me personally. And the podcast is b.impressive.podcast. Or you could just type in be impressive podcast. Um, check us out. Uh, we do post polls. We do give resources. We talk about the blogs that we do. Um, we, we share a lot of information on there. We also do reels. You'll see me um, doing some stuff. And uh, it's it's fun. It's fun. Go so go check us out. Um, you won't regret it. You won't definitely regret it. And you'll get updated on the podcast when it comes out. When uh, if I don't have time to make one, when the the second dairy post date will happen. Um, so just just check us out. It, it'll really help you stay informed with what we're doing here on the podcast and the change that's going on as well. It keeps you informed. Um, so today. If you have not listened to the past podcast, um, episode two, please go back and listen to it. It was really good. Um, You have to go back to get the context because I had hinted and foreshadowed so much about this podcast. So that one's kind of like a prerequisite. So if you can go back, check that one out. I'm giving you permission to pause and go and play that one. And then once you're done, then then you can come back and then come back and... um, and be with us here and press play and be all in it because then you're going to have the background you're going to have the context it's going to be straight okay so today we are talking about anti-racist curriculum and um and this is very important again it's black history month shout out to all my black educators my black teachers my black administrators my black parents and students just shout out to you guys um it's really awesome it's really awesome but um, sometimes it's hard. And so right now we're talking about anti-racist curriculum. And I think it it's important not just to black people or brown people or minorities, but just to everyone as a whole. You know, it's 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 just cultural. And I think everyone needs to be immersed in cultural way. Like, you know, why, why wouldn't you know your neighbor? 
you know, you want to get to know them and, and see how they're doing and see how their environment is and cultural. So hence us being well-rounded, multifaceted, multicultural people. This is what makes a well-rounded person in general. It's like studying English all your life and saying, hey, I don't, I don't know math or science, but I know English. All right. I am not well-rounded, but this is what I do well. You know, like that's that's not OK. So um, let's start into it. Um, I love this beginning. Um, the resource that I did. Um, I found this beautiful intro here, and I just want to read it for you. It says, all loanos have a right to loan in an, in, in, in an equitable environment where all cultures, identi identities, and languages are recognized and valued and where the curriculum responds to the diverse needs of individual loanos, reflecting the uniqueness of their communities isn't that awesome like i mean i feel like that that kind of sets the tone for what we're going to be um really talking about today um let's dive right into it because i have a lot and we don't have that much time so let's just start so why is race equality and non-racist education important now we're talking about anti-racist and education so it kind of ties along to race equality because it matters when we talk about education and curriculum and administrations and all that stuff it, it really does matter and so this is this is really really important so let's let's continue so there's a couple points that um i researched this is this information is from ctl.columbia.edu um and some other places i kind of mixed it around um if you want the full overflow of the links um you can check out the blog for that so why is race equality and non-racist education important you can go ahead and answer that in your in your own thoughts you know why, why is it important why would we take out the time to do this um, there's a couple of reasons why loners are empowered to develop an understanding of their own values beliefs and cultures and those of others right so that's what that's what anti-racist education does right it empowers and it develops an understanding of of that person's values and beliefs and 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 culture as well as others right it just develops this this learning environment as a whole to just bring pieces of the pie together to make a whole slice of pie right you've got pieces you know what's no point of having pieces when you can have the whole thing so you know it just brings together the whole point so it also has anti-racist education helps children to understand and realize their own rights and their rights of others right right it has their own rights this is this is what i this is what i have a right to and the other people this is what you have a right to with the school right this is incorporated with the school and education and community and the global world as a whole right that's that's the great thing about diversity um another another thing is that anti-racist education helps learners to understand the harmful consequence consequences of racism and encourages them to actively challenge it whenever wherever it occurs isn't that awesome like we can beat racism by just teaching it in the educational system and showing them the rights of others and the rights 
of themselves. Like, hey, this is what I believe. This is what I know is true. What do you think? I'm like, oh, well, this is what I believe. This is what I know is true. Great. Now let's find a way to bring things together. Let's find a way to live peaceably. Let's find a way to encourage each other and promote each other and uplift each other in a holistic way to where we are enjoying this diverse community. And 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 this is what so gets me hyped. You know, I'm just like, oh, yay. <laughs> and, and this and this goes along with what I'm going to say. For, but anyways, we don't have a lot of time. Let me continue. I did a lot of research, guys. This is a lot of information popping up um uh another point is that it helps to ensure right we're talking about non-racist education non-racist education and race equality ensure uh helps ensures that the learning environment is an inclusive one without radical inequality or racism i can't tell you how many times i hear about racism in schools how many times i hear about just race or just or just like uh discrimination or stereotyping in schools it's it's crazy and it's because we're not being all inclusive we're, we're giving these kids racist education and, and so many schools have adopted this type because i don't think they really dived into the reason on what this non-racist education is i think this is kind of new um i, I really do think that a lot of people haven't thought about it they've thought about it but they didn't know it was out there i don't know it, it's something around those lines I was, i'm just I, I tell you so many schools so many schools anyways i'm gonna stay on track i'm gonna stay on track um so it nurtures so non-racist education nurtures a historical literacy in lonos which helps them to understand all of scotland's history including our historical role in empire and colonialism and transatlantic transatlantic slavery and that's south america's history as well and and the caribbean history as well and the diversities of of english society and and australian society in the past and it helps lonos understand how all this history plays a role in their current everyday lives acknowledging the success the success and impact of minority ethnic ethnic historical figures in relation to the united states and global history is i mean the fact that that a lot of students don't know what has happened outside of the united states so the fact that a lot of students don't know what has happened in outside of their state that they're in or maybe even the school that they're in they don't know who jackie robinson is they don't well they might know who martin luther king is considering that he has his own holiday but they might not know who lewis latimer is you know there's so many people not saying that you can learn about every single seven billion people in, in the world but they need to know the foundations of history and global history and i don't think that's being taught um especially in a non-racist uh curriculum uh another thing is uh race equality education provides a vehicle for all educators to demonstrate their professional values i'm gonna say that again race equality education provides a vehicle it's like kind of like a car i'm providing a a, a path a, a drive driving carpooling huh, um a vehicle for all educators administrators teachers parents students to demonstrate their professional values and i think that's that's important and also hard and um and we're gonna get more into that later i think um like i said in the last podcast it's it's so and even a little bit um today is that 
it's so it's kind of hard to talk about changing a system when it hasn't changed it's kind of hard to do the change when you haven't seen it and you haven't seen a lot you know especially for someone who's been which is me who's been homeschooled and private schooled you know when it comes to changing things especially worldwide and globally who knows how big this thing is gonna change you know how how much branches i can affect <laughs> but um but you know just just talking about changes is, is such a big thing it's cool to see um different topics being talked about and it's they're so deep that you know you can't always dive into them all the time every single time um but we will get back to it i'm gonna say that a lot in this podcast um because there's there's just so much stuff if you have any questions by the way i'm just gonna pause if you have any questions about anything, anything that um, or any statements or any solutions or anything, please feel free to contact me. Talk to me. Let's talk. Let's talk because this is a community of educators, parents and teachers and students coming together and making a change. OK, again, we don't have that much time. Why am I why am I getting off topic? So um, education.gov. Um, this was uh, the name of the information where I got it from uh, the blog. Or the article was called Promoting Race Equality and Anti-Racist Education. Um, there's a quote that I want to read. It says, more than adding, um, it, non-racist education is more than just adding diverse content to a course or broader curriculum. All right. It's not just, okay, well, let's make sure the curriculum that we choose has um, non-racist education in it, which I completely agree with. I think we should do. I think all schools should look into it because it's such a phenomenal thing it's such a anti-racist education that we will be helping the future generation not experience racism at least as not as much as it should be and i know um recently there was a couple states who have taken out or just you know schools have taken out or have not talked about slavery because they i don't know why um but they they've taken out slavery they just said hey this, this doesn't work anymore um you know for the sake of however feelings peace something i don't know um but they have taken it out and i think that's the opposite of what we need to be doing and i think we it it i think i think the lot needs to change i'm getting off topic um but yeah so i i i i want non-racist education in schools yes but there, it's it needs to go deeper than that there needs to be more done we can't just say hey here's a new book cool we did it there needs to be a lot more and it's it says um ctl.columbia.edu um, says um it is about how one teaches even in courses where race is not the subject matter i'm gonna say that again it's about how one teaches now i'm not just talking about teachers i'm talking about administrators i'm talking about staff i'm talking about parents i'm talking about even students it's about how one teaches with shows demonstrates um manifests <laughs> it's about how one teaches even in courses where race is not the subject matter let me ask you a question real quick it's not on my script i'm going off script again but how do you live your life what do you say what type of music do you listen to what kind of books do you read what type of things do you participate in it's about how one teaches, even in courses where race is not the subject matter. I'm talking about etiquette, I'm talking about music. Maybe that's the subject matter of race sometimes. Um, I'm talking about debates. I'm talking about 
Latin. How do you live your life? What do you participate in? If this if the subject was never about race, it was something else. How how do you live your life? All right. Um, moving on. Um, so let's let's define anti-racism real quick. Um, so the active process of identifying and eliminating racism by changing systems. Right. If we change systems as an outcome of the changing of a system, we will eliminate or, or be identifying racism. Um, organizational structures, policies and practices and attitudes. Right. By we eliminate racism by changing systems, organizational structures, policies, practices and attitudes so that power is redistributed and shared equitably. Right. That was from the National Action Committee committee on the status of women international perspectives and women and global solid solidarity okay um that is the def the definition they wrote for anti-racism um and i completely agree uh just emphasizing the first two words it says active process right it's a continual thing you don't just get rid of it once and and wash your hands and say hey i'm done it's a continual process of act of actively changing something right changing the systems changing the organizational structures changing the policies making it fit for the kids making it fit for the the black students and the brown students and the hispanic students and the latin students and the french students and the brazilian students i mean i changing actively changing okay we can all be racist and or anti racist um for example um becoming an anti-racist as a white person means taking responsibility for your power and privilege i said for example i meant um moving on <laughs> right okay we can all be racist or anti-racist point blank period um and and if you if you're asking the question hey what do you categorize as racist like could you just define this for me i'm gonna define it the other way Right. I'm going to say, what does an anti-racist person look like? And so we break it down in sections of uh, someone, a person of color and a person not of color or a person of color and a person of white. You guys see how hard this is? OK, so an anti-racist person as a white person means taking responsibility for your power and privilege, acknowledging the feelings you have to in to increased multiculturalism cultivating a desire for understanding and growth that's that's all it is right you say hey i recognize my responsibility for the power and the privilege that i've been giving like i acknowledge the feelings and the i acknowledge the fact that you know there's like this this multiculturalism that's around me and i'm gonna i'm gonna take my tools that i have in my hand and i am going to desire to understand right cultivating a desire for understanding and growth in this area right and then um uh, becoming an anti-racist as a person of color means recognizing that there are important class differences between people of color right understanding that all racial groups are struggling in some way under white supremacy realizing that people of color group 
groups are not always united in solidarity and and challenging internalized white supremacy right um this is all from wheatoncollege.edu they wrote a blog about it let me know if you guys agree or disagree with this um i would love to see your opinions on this um you guys can find out more of my opinions um on my blog about this particular aspect again it's black history month so why not get into it this this is a good uh good topic for educators to talk about and that's going to come up later um another statement i want to say is becoming an anti-racist means having an anti-racist agenda i think um any educator administrator staff teacher um they need to understand and continually do things right right the i feel like the first part i was talking about was understanding right like i'm gonna cultivate a desire i'm gonna understand i'm gonna grow right in this area but now i need to do something like i i have acknowledged this i have said it i have made a resolution for it but now i want to do something about it right and so this is this is the agenda um offers an understanding of explanation of race racism and this is for educators at this is for the schools right understand and and, and offer an explanation and an understanding of race right and racism and particular racial formations that develop in and around the classroom or program in question right we're going to look we're going to analyze the programs that we have and we're going to explain race racism and racial reforms that develop the environment that we have develop the classroom the after school program the the halls of of the school we're going to develop all of that all all around it to make sure that we offer an understanding and an explanation of the things that we're struggling with um it also defines and explains the particular realms of experience that both individuals and groups find themselves involved in in the classroom right we're going to define things we're going to explain things we're going to offer understanding and explanation this this is what we should do as a schools um as teachers as, as administrators if we're offering a service of education we should be offering these things to every single classroom that has that every single classroom every single after school program right we should be offering because this this is an anti-racist agenda this is the this is the agenda that all organizations should be having right because it's, it's a real thing we can't just overlook it we can't just not talk about it we can't just say hey you don't say that and keep moving you know we we have to deal with this we have to teach this okay this means um the agenda may discuss how racism tends to be a part of the structures and mechanisms of grading and writing classrooms in teacher feedback in the ways that the school admits and places students into classes and how and what it values in writing and how those values are related to larger dominant discourses it explains the particular brands of whiteness and whiteliness that occurs in the classroom and in assessments all right um last point i want to make before i i pause is when it comes to race racism anti-racist woke it is important that everyone feels safe all right and this this is a big this is a big thing um so i'm gonna slow down right here i know i know our time's almost over and i have like two more pages but let's just hurry up let me just slow down when it comes to race racism anti-racist woke it is important that everyone feels safe 
that and i mentioned this last time and it's such a big thing okay make your students feel safe in the classroom but equally important that many also feel comfortable right you could feel safe like okay no one's no one's gonna hurt me but i still don't feel comfortable enough to show myself i still don't feel comfortable enough to express or to wear certain things or to do certain things or to say something i don't feel comfortable uh, and it's important that we make our students feel comfortable it's only through discomfort perhaps pain and suffering that we grow develop and change for the better it's and and i don't i don't necessarily agree with that um the fact that said you know only through discomfort although um if we're talking about teachers and administrators entirely yes it's only through discomfort perhaps pain and suffering that we grow develop and change for the better i know that if we start making changes in the school systems i think people are going to start speaking out and saying no it was fine before I completely agree because now we're going to do we're doing things entirely different and I think it is going to be a little painful. Um, I think some schools might suffer. Um, I think parents might withdraw their kids from schools. I think schools might shut down. I think teachers might leave. Um, I think students might become so in unhappy and unsatisfied with their education. I, I think a lot is going to happen. Um, but, you know, you got to ask yourself, is this important to you? does do, do you want to see a change um again this is um from performing an anti-racist ped dot pedagogy um i'll just spell it for you i, I don't think i can say p-e-d-a-g-o-g-y right um becoming an anti-racist educator also that was one of my um resources that i use that was again wheatoncollege.edu. Okay, so teachers. So how how do we change? This is this is the the part that I find is fun. Um, how do we move on? Right? Okay, we know what what this website said. We know what this website said. We're kind of gathering information here, and now we're coming to a conclusion. So teachers must reevaluate their curriculum. We mentioned that before, and but now we're stating it clearly and blatantly. We need to reevaluate our curriculum we need to remember that our education has been founded on racist practices including silencing those from disenfranchised communities that's what we've been dealing with that's what the this education system has been built upon so students need mirrors but also windows into other cultures um, when i mean mirrors i mean it's 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 good for students to see other students like them or other people like them achieve greatness, right? It was amazing when Barack Obama became president because then a lot of black communities were like, man, if he can become president, I can too. It was amazing when we have our, our first um, black, brown, Hispanic um, uh, vice president, right? You know, it, the way she's doing everything is phenomenal. And it's and it's great because now people that that represent whole that 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 they reside to right they can relate to I'm like man i i have the same skin color i i have the same spanish background i'm from the same place i if she can do it i can do it too they don't just need mirrors they don't just need that but they also need windows into other cultures they need to see that this culture is doing that and this culture is doing that they need a well they need a well-rounded understanding and information about these things, right? They need to see other cultures doing these things. So I think that's also very important. Um, uh, students need to understand privilege and rethink power. Uh, I think this is an important topic. I'm going to stay on this for a little bit. So some, some students have an edge, right? We understand that some students have an advantage while other students don't. 
right? And 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 not not necessarily that these students have asked for this advantage, or maybe they didn't ask for for this type of odds or however it went. But it is very real, and and students need to understand, as well as teachers and parents need to understand that this this edge this advantage that some kids have is real it does exist and we can't act like it doesn't all right we need to talk about these things um also a big reason on why a lot of teachers and even possibly me shy away from it is because of guilt uh i i hate making people feel bad <laughs> and you know and i'm pretty sure a lot of people don't like feeling bad and it's like it's just an uncomfortable situation right so guilt can be an important emotion to notice and process right it, it's it's part of the growing all right in order to grow you can have sometimes you have to experience guilt and shame and pain and and then you're gonna have to climb up that ladder and say hey you know i'm gonna do something about it and that's the important part with that guilt educators need to walk their students move your students through that pain and that guilt and that uncomfortable place to a place of action to where they can grow they need to get to a place um, to where they can ask themselves, hey, how can how can we use this knowledge to advocate for change? How can we use this knowledge to bring breaking to to break down um, their own racist beliefs? Right. We, we got to push that wall. We have to start with uncomfortability and, and move up and make a change. OK, um, this is bigger than just one teacher. Or a classroom um and I, th I think this is kind of hard because not all schools have this big giant staff of teachers you know some t some schools have three teachers or four teachers other schools have 20 40 teachers you know so so it's it's just not this one classroom okay we're gonna have this one class for diversity and we're gonna include all this stuff it's gonna be great all students have taken and we'll call it a day no this it's not just a one teacher or one classroom thing it, it's it's this it's a it's this giant giant community of education remember it's not just about the curriculum like i said in the past it's 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 about how do you do the things that aren't even related to this subject matter right how do you how do you talk about racism how do you deal with racism how do you talk and say and do your life even even if it has nothing to do with racism how, how do you walk about that right all of that is in there all of that needs to be in there and it's just not this one classroom thing i um, mean it, it says um uh loan from justice loanforjustice.org says primarily white institutions must question how this has affected their schools students and communities if you don't have a lot of black students why is that right she so kind of presses us to ask some questions some hard questions again that's the un uncomfortable part right that pain that kind of uneasiness that kind of guilt is in there and then we'll move to a place of action um this is uh um she goes on to say schools consider how schools need to consider how they can help create more integrated integration in their communities right if you're if i find this so interesting how schools can be in a location and yet not talk or touch that community or that or that location um, I think uh, schools are a big part of their communities and they need to be advocates for their communities, whether they're in a black community or a white community or a Hispanic community. They need to integrate all of those cultures and diversities and communities 
and integrate all of that into their schools and branch out from just their neighborhoods. You know, they need to be everywhere, but they also need to be advocates for their schools and for the people around them, for their communities, for their area. Um, uh, just finishing up real quick um, before I end, I just want to say that I want to shout out uh, three black entrepreneurs, artists, um, just amazing African-American people. Um, cause I did it in my last one. I want to keep this up. So, um, there's three that I want to mention today cause I did three last time. Um, so I think it's fair to keep it going. Um, one podcast that I absolutely love. It's just different podcasts. There are two brothers and, um, they talk about faith and talk about culture and faith. And they bring about like just amazing, phenomenal um, ideas about faith and they bring out these scripture verses and it's very inspirational it's very heart-wrenching and they're not afraid to tell the truth and um and i definitely recommend if you're looking for a new podcast um where african americans are present then that just different podcast go check them out on anywhere you get podcasts they're phenomenal um i want to name two artists um this new one her name is doe um, by Essential Worship. If you haven't checked out her songs, go check her out. She's she has amazing, an amazing voice. Um, there's another artist I want to bring out. His name is Antoine Bradford. He is also an artist. He plays um, guitar. I'm gonna say he plays piano too. Just gonna say it. Um, and he sings, and his music is awesome. If you if you are looking for more um, black artists, uh, black Christian artists um, that are underrepresented under underrated um go check them out they are awesome i i listen to those songs every day yes i do so um so that is it for me i'll be continuing this conversation in the next episode we're going to talk more about um anti-racist curriculum and we're going to talk a lot more about uh ways to solve it how do we fix these things how do we handle these things how do we go about it in a practical way like let me give you actually some guidelines some steps because i've been saying some abstract things uh more so um ideas from from these from the research that i've collected and then we're going to go uh in the, my, in the next episode about how do we actually fix this like how do we dive in what's the first thing we need to do um you know what's some step-by-step -step things that we can do as a school as a teacher as an administrator um, and also as parents and students to have an environment to where we have anti-racist education, where we can get anti-racist education. I'll talk to you about some curriculums, some schools, um, and and uh, and give you some resources on how you can find those things. If especially if you're homeschooling your kids, you know you want to have maybe maybe you're not a black um, person, but you want your kids to be you know cultured then then i got you come back in the next episode and i will share with you some resources that i have found um also if you want the whole entire thing that i was talking about maybe i was talking too fast well, I, I know i didn't get to all of my points today um you could find all of it in my blog uh at kianalewis.com again follow us on instagram we do a lot of stuff over there and you're going to want to stay in contact with us again if you have any questions brett let us know <laughs> we are so into asking questions answering questions thinking about things deeply um
definitely, definitely questions are welcome anytime. Even if they're uh, negative <laughs> questions, it's fine. Go ahead and contradict me or disagree with me. It's fine. I, I enjoy the talk. Um, the last thing I want to leave with you is a quote by Martin Luther King. It says, I have the, the audacity to believe that peoples everywhere can have three meals a day for their bodies, education for their minds, and dignity, equality, and freedom for their spirits. Thank you so much for listening to the third podcast, three podcasts down. I will see you for the fourth one next week. I hope you have a great week. Just enjoy the rest of it. Enjoy your weekend. And I will see you later.